I realized, man, you know, these people, whether it was missed opportunities or, you know, time and effort and energy and money spent working on something for their business that didn't necessarily play out the way that they had thought that it would, or they realized that it was a distraction from their core like operations. It's crazy to think that potentially years can go by with people like moving in the wrong direction or struggling through something that wasn't really helping them with their ultimate business goals. Welcome to Short-Term Rental Solutions, a show for hosts and property managers looking to overcome obstacles, maximize revenue, and optimize their short-term rental business by learning from the innovators who are designing the solutions that are shaping our industry. Hey everyone, welcome to today's show. We're going to have a great conversation today because we have Brooke Faust, who is the CEO and founder of Ventory, which is a fascinating company in and of itself. But today, our conversation is going to be mostly focused on a book that Brooke recently launched, which is a fabulous resource. Doesn't matter if you're brand new in the industry or you've been around the block umpteen times, there is something that everybody can learn from this book. Vacation Rental Secrets, the short-term rental industry's top experts disclose their biggest mistakes and share their hard-earned wisdom. Wow. Brooke, tell us a little bit about you and about how in the world you came up with the idea to write this book. <laughs> awesome. Well, so excited to be here. Thanks for thanks for having me. But yeah, I've been, been in the short-term rental space. I, like most people, I kind of just stumbled into it. I was actually in mortgage banking. And then in 2007, 2008, we know what happened to the mortgage mortgage industry. So I'm looking for something to do. And somehow I end up getting into short-term vacation rentals. So I, I launched a company in an area I didn't know in an area I didn't live in, in an industry I didn't know. So I live in Baltimore, Maryland. So every, and I launched in Ocean City, Maryland. So every Monday I drive down to Ocean City and just talk to anybody that was stupid enough to listen to me on kind of my vision and my grandiose plans of starting a, like a completely different uh, type of short-term vacation rental company. And, you know, most people said I was crazy. You know, their, their comment was, you know, how many people are trying to dr driven across this bridge to get into Ocean City and launch something? And I said, well, I appreciate that. Do you know anybody that would, you know, talk to me? And they would end up inevitably referring me to somebody. And long story short, ended up building that company, building it pretty fast, grew up from zero to 500 properties in five years. Actually, I wrote a book on that too, by the way, as a separate book. But yeah, I got into it and sold that company in 2013. And then I've just had various other leadership roles within the vacation rental space, but almost all of it's been around inventory acquisition and growing inventory. So that's really what, what Ventory does and what our mission has been for Ventory. But yeah, but as getting back over to the kind of the book here. So it was Easter Sunday, you know, the, the rest of the, the extended family just left. It was probably about seven, eight o'clock at night, you know, and I poured myself a big glass of wine. I just sat down on the couch and kind of like exhausted, you know, from a long day. And I was flipping through my LinkedIn feed and I saw a post about someone made in a completely different industry about the top mistakes that they made. And to me, it was like, it was so intriguing because it was, you, I, I think, A, from you get, you learn from your mistakes and also this, this thought of being vulnerable and like explaining to the world the make mistakes that you made. And I just thought it was so intriguing. So I sent a quick email out to four of my friends that all own short-term vacation role management companies. And immediately, my friend Ryan Dame, who is a co-owner of uh, Casago, he responded back with him. And I was like, man, this is gold. This is so good. So I asked him if I could post it on LinkedIn. He said yes. So the next day, I posted on LinkedIn, and it virtually went viral. And the other three people, they all responded as well. I asked them if I could post. They said yes. And before you know it, 52 days later, I 
continued to do this every single day for the for 52 days was post their you know the top 50 leaders in our space their top 10 mistakes and it just it, the, the information was just too good not to share and i mean people would reach out to me i've never met before talking about how they enjoyed this content and it just there was something about it and the 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 thought that actually finally made me want to turn it into a book i went to a conference i went to the northwest vrp conference and I had a gentleman come up to me that I've never met before. And he said, Brooke, I just want to thank you for this series. This series has been so fantastic. He goes, in fact, I actually print out every one of the posts that you make and I put them into a binder. And I said, so you're kind of creating your own little book. And he said, exactly. And that was like kind of the light bulb moment. I was like, you know what? This content is way too good. I have to turn it into a, I have to turn it into a book. That's great. And you know what? I have read the book and I agree. I think that. It's so refreshing. I mean, when you think of social media, everyone posts like the highlight reel, yeah. basically. I mean, even LinkedIn, the origin of where this whole thing came. When, I, when I'm scrolling my LinkedIn, it's like, oh, I'm announcing that we got this new venture capital or that we spoke at this thing. And it's like everybody's kind of talking about, you know, all the great things happening in their companies. You don't see people <laughs> on there saying, you know, man, we're struggling with this, or we just had this setback. And so the thought that we could kind of bring that, you know, honesty and vulnerability and really open up, it's great because we all, we're all broken in some way. There's all always something going on that we're trying to improve or fix. And so really normalizing that, so refreshing, right? It really, it really is. Yeah. It's, I'm, I'm, I've got a lot more mistakes than most people for sure. But uh, yeah, that vulnerability, I think is a big part of it. And the fact that people were able to open up, I think was, you know, everyone really resonated well with them. Like you said, kind of the antithesis of my life is fantastic, you know? <laughs> yeah, totally. So as I read it, you know, you can't help, but, and it's great because you, you let us, you kind of introduce us a little bit to these people and the businesses that they have. And so you get a sense of, you know, like who they are and, where they're coming from with these mistakes that they're speaking about. And as I kept turning the pages and reading these over and over, I realized, man, you know, these people, whether it was missed opportunities or, you know, time and effort and energy and money spent working on something for their business that didn't necessarily play out the way that they had thought that it would, or they realized that it was a distraction from their core like operations. It's crazy to think that potentially years can go by with people like moving in the wrong direction or struggling through something that wasn't really helping them with their ultimate business goals. I don't know, like what would be some ways that we can not get stuck in that realm with our blinders on? Anything that we can learn as a result of all the things, the conversations that you had with these people? Wow, there's, there's so much there. I mean, some of the things I, I think, it's kind of funny you mentioned kind of getting stuck in a rut. You know, there was a big, a big section in the book that talked about analysis paralysis and what we I kind of called it a uh, subchapter was bias for action and that's actually one of our core values here was so often people would get caught in this analysis paralysis and they they decided that you know the best thing that they can do is just make a decision and go very often it's going to be a wrong decision you know but no decision is better than than making the wrong decision and just getting that you know getting going and getting moving was a big part of it and that's, again, a big part of what we do here at Ventory. We have this bias for action where we're constantly making those decisions. You got to constantly be moving forward. You know, I think Jeff Bezos calls it, you know, one-way doors and two-way doors. Very often there's decisions you can make 
that are one-way doors. Like you're in, you're all in. But very often there's these two-way doors. You can make that decision. You can go. And you know what? You can abort. You can eject. You can go backwards and you can do that. So knowing which decisions are the, the one-way doors and the two-way doors, I think was kind of a, a big theme within, within the book. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and, you know, maybe this thought that, you know, it's that 30,000 foot view, right? When you're just right, you can't see the forest for the trees sometimes. You're just so in the minutiae of day-to-day operations, just grinding it out, you know, especially with, you know, the late night calls and having to deal with putting out fires that guests, you know, have and issues that are arising. It can be really hard to step back and take that analysis and really look at what your business is telling you when you're looking at it from that super high level. I really came away from reading the book thinking, man, if I'm not prioritizing that in my business and in my operations, it's possible that I'm going to have 10 things to say, (laughs) you know, mistakes that I've made. But potentially I could whittle that down a little bit if I'm doing that high level, you know, analysis from time to time, you know. Well, sometimes you need to, you need to take a step back and you need to strategize. You need to look where you're where you're going, make that plan. You know, one of the one of the common themes I think under strategy was talking about like chasing shiny objects. Very often, you know, look, most entrepreneurs have a a shiny object problem. They're constantly, you know, chasing these different things that they see. Oh, I could do this. I could do this. But what I found is, you know, from from the book here is most people learn you know, stay really core focused. Again, putting those blinders on what are the core things that you do? And a big, a big theme was riches and niches. You know, stay really laser focused on one niche and don't chase all those other shiny objects and just be the best on the planet. Kind of, you know, under that sub theme was, was expanding too fast into different markets very often. And that was actually one of the mistakes I made. You know, here I hadn't even like dominated my own market. And I'm already like trying to get like world domination. I'm trying to expand in all these different markets. And I haven't even like gotten a handful of properties here in my own backyard. You know, so until you are the best in, t- in your market, until you are best, you know, and dominating that where you really are kind of tapped out on the inventory you can get, then and only then should you start chasing, you know, going into different markets. But it's, yeah, that, that, that is a problem that many of us entrepreneurs have is that chasing shiny objects. Yeah. Awesome. So. You know, one of the other things, and I'm going to lay it out here, I, I'm not a property manager. That's not the business that I'm in. I do have a portfolio of properties, but they're my own personal properties that I self-manage. So I don't have that background or that perspective in property management, but I heard a lot of people talking about this entrepreneurial operating system. And that was completely new to me. Had never heard that before. I did follow the footnote and realized that it's not just like an acronym. It actually is a leg- like a company. What is that? What is it doing? And how would we know when potentially that might make sense for us and be utilized as a tool for us? Yeah. So Entrepreneurial Operating System, otherwise known as EOS, is exactly what it sounds like. It is an operating system that any kind of entrepreneur can use. So it doesn't matter if you have two employees or 200 employees, you can use it. The best part is much of the content, much of the information that they use is free. Or it's actually, Gina Wickman is the gentleman that developed it. He actually wrote a book called Traction. And in the book Traction, he talks about this EOS system. Now there are uh, licensed people that you can go out and can kind of facilitate for you and teach you. 
how to run it. And that is, if you can afford it, I would definitely recommend it. We have a EOS licensed facilitator that helps us. It's been instrumental. But if you want, you can do it on your own. When I first started EOS two companies ago, we were running the free version. And then we finally got to the point where we said, you know what, let's bring in a facilitator. And it definitely jump-started us and definitely made it a lot easier. But it's, it's not cheap either. But again, they do have free versions. So in essence, what it does is it gives you a framework. Because if you think about it, it doesn't matter. Even if you have an MBA from the best business school, they don't, they don't tell you how to run a small business. They don't tell you all those different things. And the beauty of the EOS system, and by the way, I get no, I'm not, you know, my Gino is not my uncle or cousin or, you know, or anything like that. Like I don't get any kind of compensation from them, but I've just seen how impactful it's been for many of our partners here at Vintory and many of the almost, I think almost half of the people that uh, contributed this book are running EOS. So it, there's a reason why, but it just, what, what the beauty of it is, it makes it really simple. It just tells you simple things like the effective strategy and format and template of running a meeting. As simple as that, departmental meetings, you know, setting goals, not only your annual goals, but your quarterly goals, which they call rocks. And then they have some other things in there. I mean, there's probably about a dozen different systems, but the three that really stand out to me are what's called the L10 meetings, which is the, the template to run an effective meeting, the goals and rocks, the 90 day rocks. And then the last is a scorecard. So this is your kind of your dashboard. This is your red light, green light, yellow light, you know, your KPIs. And if you kind of pull these things and again, it dumbs it down, makes it very simple, but it's highly effective. And again, I had one of my contributors, one of our partners, Matt Durrett with Cozy Vacation Rentals. He's got an MBA from a big fancy business school. He has told me before, he said, Brooke, EOS was more impactful than my expensive MBA program that I got. You know, so, I mean, I think that says it all. That's awesome. Well, okay. I'm going back to the site. I've got, I've got yeah. some research to do. In fact, I, I'm sitting here cracks. listening to you thinking, I need to probably send my husband there because he's not in the short-term rental industry, but runs his own business. And I can already hear, and it sounds like there might be some takeaways that he could gain from that. So not short-term rental industry specific, it sounds like. Not at all. It, it can be used for any small business or even up to medium-sized businesses. And I think there's some Honestly, some core fundamentals in there that could even work for really large companies too. Cool. All right. So here's one for you. If you, based on all the things that you've learned, I'm going to ask you to kind of be pulling from, because you've been talking to these people and learning from them. If you were starting a vacation rental company from scratch today, based on what you've learned, how would you do, do, do it differently this go round? Wow. We could probably spend the next hour on this one, but to me, it, it all starts with team and it's what I've realized is building a good team. You're only as good as your team. And you, you know, if, if you've ever managed or led any team members, you know, the ones that are just the rock stars, the, the A players that are 10 X, they were 10 X everybody else. And then, you know, the C players that are a drain on everybody's resources. And it's like, if you can replace one of those C players with an A player, the impact that it makes and just how much more impactful it is and easier to run the business when you have a team of all-stars. And one of the ways you can do that is, and again, this was a big theme in the book, was by leveraging psychometric personality assessments and making sure you have the right people, not only the right people on the bus, but in the right people in the right seats, following kind of Jim Collins, so a good, great theme. So there's a couple of different out there. There's predictive index, there's culture index. These are great, great products 
that allow you to identify the right people and make sure you're hiring the right people and then make sure you're getting them in the right seats. So I would say it all starts with team. And then I guess the, the second, you know, so that's what I would do differently is really just focus on building up that team. So in uh, that hiring process, you would, you know, once you've picked whatever assessment you're going to do, you would have each prospective candidate run through that assessment and then use the results from that in I, your decision-making process. I wouldn't hire a dog walker without doing that. At this point, it's, it's so spot on and it is so predictive on success. It's, I can't even tell you. And again, it was, it was a common theme that happened. I've been leveraging these tools for, for years, but that would be one of the core things that I would do differently from, from day one. And then the second thing, this was really surprising, was really just like the networking conferences and local competitors. I was really surprised how many people said, I think it was the number one mistake they made was not networking sooner, not going to conferences sooner. The learning lessons that you learn from your colleagues is just incredible. And it's, you can leverage these learning lessons and it's much, much more 10x probably than the, any kind of attendance fees. You know, I always say I, I've never been to a conference where I haven't gotten a $2,500 takeaway, if not much, much more. I always walk away from a conference with uh, some takeaways that pay for the trip, you know, 10x. And the one that actually, ironically enough, because obviously Vinfori, we're not, we're not a short-term vacation manager, but we are obviously a technology, technology platform, obviously, that helps professional vacation managers. But one, one mistake that was common was not partnering or not reaching out, extending an olive branch to local competitors soon enough. And all the companies that did, you know, they looked at, very often they looked at these competitors as foes when they were actually friends. And everyone that did had a good, some great takeaways from that. And I actually have leveraged that myself. So luckily we don't have a ton of competition as of now in the short-term vacation space for, for inventory acquisition, what Vintory does. But we did in the early days have a couple competitors. And I actually did this, you know, again, learn from this. And I, I reached out, extended an olive branch. And in one fact, in one case, I actually ended up becoming good friends with the gentleman. I actually became good friends with both, both companies. But in one case, we ended up buying that company. A guy named JJ King with VRM Leads. We became good friends. And, you know, about six months later, we ended up uh, doing a partnership and we acquired him and his company. And he's, he's probably one of our star performers right now on the team. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, I mean, it sounds like if you were, you know, doing your own personal takeaway, as far as the things that you learned from people in this book, you know, that would definitely, it sounds like, be one of the things that, that you've learned and applied to your own business. Is that right? Absolutely. Yeah. That and obviously the team. And honestly, you can go through, if you go through each one of the 10 chapters, there definitely, I could pull out some takeaways in every one of them for sure. I mean, this is not, this is a book that I think obviously is meant for the short-term rental space, but honestly, there is a lot of learning lessons in those 10 chapters that can be used for really for any for any business, like, like you mentioned before, you know, I think there's some, probably some great takeaways. Even your husband could implement his business from this book. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, reaching out to local competition, networking, masterminds, I, I want to just kind of piggyback on that because that was one of the keys that I, you know, moved forward very intentionally when I first entered this space. I knew, well, that's the thing about being new in an industry that you know there's a ton you don't know, right? And you're very open to learning. You realize that there's lots more people in the room that you could be learning from. And it can potentially be intimidating thinking, I don't belong here. These people know so much more than me. 
you know, I don't deserve a seat at this table. But I think that people need to not get hung up on that mentality and, you know, step forward. And even if you're just listening, get in that room, start listening. You'll be surprised. You probably know more than you think you know. And in my opinion, one of the fastest ways to accelerate your growth is through attending these events and the networking. And I 100% agree with you because I've found that people are so generous mm -hmm. with their knowledge. Yeah. I mean, your it's, book is it, completely built out of that. Go ahead. What were you going to say? No, sorry to rob, but, but yeah, I mean, this industry, I, like I said, I used to be in mortgage banking and I'd go to those conferences and they were like Snorefest, you know, and then yeah, I went to this kind of, you know, industry first conference. I went to a VRMA down in New Orleans way back when. And, and it was just amazing how people would help you out. And it was just so much fun. I mean, and mo most of the learning lessons I've had were usually sitting at the bar at 10 o'clock at night over a beer, you know, and just rapping with someone I've just met versus actually even going and sitting in, and look, sitting in a session. And look, I've learned a ton from the sessions. I don't want to make it sound like that, but some of the greatest takeaways I had were more of the casual, just conversations with other people. And that was one of the reasons why we, we actually launched here at Vintory. We actually have a mastermind. So every Vintory partner gets free access to one of our masterminds where you get paired with about 10 other people that are usually in kind of a business at your size. And you get to share kind of your business challenges and opportunities in a very confidential environment, non-competing. Nobody's in like, you know, competing in your markets so you can be open. And those, those learning lessons from those masterminds, you know, kind of parallel some of the those conferences. And that's why we started it. Great. Okay. So here we've got the book, which I would definitely say it's well worth the price of admissions, as it were. There's a ton to learn here. That's why that gentleman was printing it out and putting it in a binder. You're going to learn a ton by reading and getting a glimpse at what other people have struggled with in the industry over the years. But Brooke, you are telling me that you guys currently have a special offer that you're willing to extend to people. Yeah, so we are willing to give away a copy of the book for free. So if uh, you just go to Vintory.com slash mistakes, we will send you a uh, free copy of the book. So go down there, download it, or go fill out your form. We'll, we'll get you a book over, over your way ASAP. And as Justin Ford, one of the contributors, when he posted on LinkedIn, he said, if I would have had this book when I started my company, I'd probably be retired right now. So it's, it, it really leapfrogs you ahead and learn from those mistakes that, I mean, think about this, this is over 520 mistakes, you know, consolidated. So learn from these people that have gone before you and uh, don't make the same mistakes that we've all made. Yeah. You, and there's even the random ones, like the one person that wrote about, they waited too long to get an office hamster. That, I, I knew you were going to say that. that yes. <laughs> They, uh, yeah, Lauren made well with Annie Bellums. That was fantastic. She, she got an office hamster and she said it's absolutely from a culture perspective. Like the team comes in, they love it. It's like almost like their mascot. It's just a great, great, great idea. And nobody's ever done that before for sure. And yeah, one of the other mistakes, Sarah Bradford, she talked about not allowing uh, their team to bring in uh, their pets, uh, bring in their dogs earlier. So. Yeah, all kinds of unexpected things as you're reading through. So before I let you go, Brooke, thank you so much. I, I Again, the book is amazing. Grab it. Get yourself a copy. Before I let you go, please take a moment and educate us a little bit about Venturi. What is Venturi exactly and what does it do? How can it, how, what solution does it provide to the short-term rental industry? 
Yeah, great. Well, thank you. First off, the book is available on Amazon as well. If you want to go buy a copy there, you can do that too. But yeah, Vintory, the best way to explain us is we're a sales and marketing platform. We do one thing and one thing only. We help professional short-term vacation managers get more inventory. So we're not doing anything with guests. We're not doing anything with operations. We don't, we're not doing anything with OTAs. We focus exclusively on the supply side. So if you want more inventory, you can get uh, inventory. We do that through a couple of ways. We do that through data. We have the largest database of vacation rental homeowners on the planet. We have a really cool software product, really CRM, a really good CRM and marketing automation platform. And then we can help uh, run and manage a bunch of uh, marketing uh, to get those new homeowners to sign up into your rental program. So if you want to expand your rental program, expand your rental portfolio, come to Vintory. We can make it really, really simple. Learn from what, you know, all the mistakes I've made. Learn from me, you know, growing Vantage from zero to 500 properties in five years. We've helped over 600 companies with their inventory growth efforts. So we've learned a lot through the years. And I would, I would argue we probably have more information on growing inventory than anybody on the planet. So where, where does it make sense to reach out? Like I'm a host, okay, for example, I'm just a host. I'm curious. I'm thinking, oh, maybe I want to start co-hosting or get into property management. How far along down that road? should I be before it really makes sense to reach out to Vintory? Yeah, I mean, it's, it, it depends, really. I mean, we have some companies that have one property and they want to expand, but they're willing to make the investment to do it. You know, and then we have other companies like Casago that have over 4,000, 5,000 properties, you know, and they want to expand and they want to grow uh, as well. So as long as you're willing and looking to expand and you have a little bit of capital to kind of make that investment and you're looking to do this, you know, and really commit to it, then anybody can really can, can use our services. I mean, we have services as simple as the $99 a month where it's just like rental projections, you know, really cool rental performance that you can send out to owners. We have, if you want uh, just a CRM, we have things all the way up until uh, fractional business development where we'll actually be doing the closings for you. So what we've done is we've done a regression analysis to find kind of the top closers, the top people, the top profiles, what are some of those personality assessments before. And what we've done is we've hired a team, I call the SEAL Team 6 of Vacation Rental Business Development Reps. And you can, rather than paying them six figures, you can pay just a pennies on the dollar, you know, on a fractional basis. And we'll go out there and kind of go hunting for you, so to speak. And help kind of, uh, you know, have those conversations and close those potential owners and help bring them into your portfolio. Exactly. That's fantastic. That's great. So, Brooke, how can people find you and Vintory? Yeah, real simple. You can obviously just uh, go to Vintory.com, V-I-N-T-O-R-Y.com, or I'm pretty active on LinkedIn, Brooke Bouts. And uh, yeah, just quick search and that's as simple as that. Well, thank you so much for joining us today and sharing a little bit about the mistakes that you learned and ways in which it's changed your operations and really some key takeaways that people can use as they are hoping to you know, not learn from those mistakes instead of be making those mistakes. So appreciate you sharing that with us. Before we close, I just want to say, if you are a host or property manager looking to optimize your short-term rental business, be sure you head over to strhub.com because there we're gathering information about all the companies and all the service providers who help the short-term rental industry. And by going there, you're going to save time. You're going to get educated and really be able to move forward with confidence in your business. So again, that's strhub.com. So thank you again for joining us today and be sure to join us next week when we have another conversation with 
the innovators who are designing the solutions that are shaping our industry. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you haven't already, hit the subscribe button. And if you could spare a moment, please leave the show a quick review. Your review helps us help more hosts and property managers like yourself. By the way, if you're a realtor, lender, bookkeeper, accountant, interior designer, or other professional who specializes in serving the short-term rental industry, we need to get you listed on STR Hub and start spreading the word about your services. So reach out to me via email, Christiane at strhub.com. Thanks again for listening and be sure to join me next time to catch my latest conversation with the innovators designing the solutions that are shaping our industry.